It's time to let you in on a little secret. Actually, lots of secrets. We're talking strategy and most importantly, return on your investment for your podcast. Welcome to Branded Podcast Secrets. Hello and welcome to another episode of Branded Podcast Secrets. I'm your host, Erin Greger, here with another special guest. Today, I have Kelly Bonanno. Kelly, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I know. I just want to. I just want to say your name over and over. I love your name. <laughs> I don't know what it is about your name. But I love that. Bonanno. Love Bonanno. It, it means good year in French. Bonanno. I, I mean, know. I mean in Italian rather. <laughs> okay. Well, I love it. Well, twenty twenty one has been. It's been all right for me, so I can't complain. But uh, I love it. So if you don't know who Kelly is, Kelly is an eco lifestyle and wellness coach. Of course, she has her own podcast. That's why she's here. She's the host of the Clean Beauty Scene podcast. So Kelly, we're going to talk shop about your podcast and your business. Can you first, before we jump into your podcast, can you tell us a little bit more about what an eco lifestyle and wellness coach is? Yes. So eco lifestyle, I do help people, you know, live a more eco eco lifestyle, reduce toxic load. Um, And like my podcast, Clean Beauty Scene, I do focus on clean beauty and, and cleaner living because the environmental toxins are really wreaking havoc on our health. And more than people realize, but I'm also a wellness coach and I take a very holistic approach as I have for a long time. And so it's, you know, it's not just not using these products and and, and not, you know, avoiding these toxins. It's also what we're eating, what we're breathing, what we're putting on our skin. So I help people reduce toxic load, but also, you know, a lot of people, of course, weight is an issue. So we get nutrition on point. So you, so you're eating in the right balance. So you're fat burning. And then also we're reducing toxic load, which people don't realize. So yes, toxins um, contribute to an increased risk of cancer and autoimmune issues and many, many things. But also there is a connection to our metabolism. So there's toxins known as obesogens. Yeah. And this is something that many people don't realize. It's, it's not very much talked about. So the obesogens, they can cause, they mess with your metabolism and they can cause you're like an increase in the number of fat cells, an increase in the in the size, and it's it's chemically induced weight weight gain, similar to like if you go on a medication, you know, certain medications cause you to mm-hmm. lose, and it has nothing to do with calories. It is so reducing toxic load can really contribute to to health. Now, of course, you know you're gonna go clean and green and like oh drop fifty pounds. No, it's it's you know, but it does. You can lose weight, and it is just one component, and that's why I'm so very passionate about it. But also, you know, I'm very, my, my philosophy is you got to live a little and you got to be able to have your wine and chocolate and what have you. It's in balance. So, you know, a lot of people think, especially my, my specialty is helping like midlife women, women, you know, over 40, over 50 that are having those perimenopausal and menopausal symptoms and maybe thinking, ah, you know, it's age. That's why I can't get rid of this weight or why having these aches and pains, why I'm having low energy or too, you know, more stress. But there are so many things you can do and you don't have to live, throw in the towel. Like you can look your best, feel your best. It's just a few tweaks and it's just little habits and assimilating it into a lifestyle. So you're not on a diet and off a diet. That's, that's my, the mission of my program is called the body harmony method. So that's, you know, what I try to impress upon people is it's, no, it's not about that food, that food is bad. That food is good. It's assimilating it into, you know, we're focusing on nutrient dense foods and we're focusing yeah. on reducing toxic load, but it's not even an overhaul. It's like, you like your toxic eye, eye cream. That's fine. It's not about all or nothing, <laughs> you know? 
So I'm curious, I'm going to go down just a tiny rabbit hole here, but how do you, how does that work if you're virtual and teaching people? Because I would think there's the obvious ones, my eye cream, you know, this certain thing, you know, these things I do, perfume, all that stuff. That's very obvious. But how do you go about that? Because I, th- I would think there's so many toxins in the air and around us that we don't even think about, but could be having a massive effect on us. So how do you teach that if you're not physically like in their home or experiencing what they experience on a daily basis to to be able to be aware of all these? It's actually very easy to do to, to do virtually. There's many things that we can do in our house, the methods, tools, habits, and, and also things we eliminate, but also things we start doing that reduce, mm-hmm. re, well, reduce toxic load. What, what it does is it can detoxify the indoor environment. Um, and so because our indoor environment is actually typically up to 10 times more polluted than outside. So, yeah, it's so it's, I know it's crazy. There's a lot of, a lot of household things that are contributing to, to a lot of disease and cancer. So that's why, and then just little things you do around the house can really make a big difference. And that can all be taught virtually. Certainly. I mean, yes, in, in the past, before the pandemic, you know, you can go into someone's house and, you know, but you can make switches and changes. In fact, I have like, I have a workshop course that takes you through detoxifying your house. And, and, and then of course I do that in my programs too, but it's, and it's, it doesn't have to be as difficult as it sounds. <laughs> I think people yeah. think of over, you know, like clean beauty and eco-friendly living like nutrition and weight loss. It's overwhelming. And I don't have time. I just, I don't want to learn it. And so I try to make it simple, take away the overwhelm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Sometimes my, I was, we were talking before we hit record and I told you my husband's a chiropractor and sometimes he, he's such a buzzkill because he's like, don't light the candles and don't, I'm like, no, like I need the candles. So, uh, I know how bad all that stuff could be for you. Well, but, um, he's right. Okay. The, take candles, they emit, yes. talk, but there are a lot of clean candles. That's another thing. That's a great okay. thing is there's so many alternatives now, even more than five years ago. Like when I st- first started this whole journey over a decade ago, it was slim pickings. It was hard. Now, yeah. like I have, you know, so many things I can recommend to people with the household okay. and clean, that's you know, beauty and all that. Yeah. 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 It's not a one size fits all, right. well, all you know. No, absolutely not. I know some people are going to be more sensitive to others, but let's, let's jump into your podcast because you're a coach. You're, I know too, you're a speaker. You do all these great things in helping spread the word about your business and what you do. So I would love to know that point of where you're like, I need to create content. I need to, you know, reach more people. I feel the podcast is what I should be doing. So I'd love to know that part of, of where you were in your business and what made you to decide to do a podcast specifically. Well, first of all, I love podcasts. I mean, I'm literally an addict. I, I'm always listening to podcasts, no matter what I'm doing. It's crazy. And so I love them. And so I've always wanted to do one. But even before I became, you know, a super addict, I still, I liked them. And I thought this would be a great, a great thing for my business. And so this is like four or five years ago. I remember my first group program, the the women in there, they all said like with my content, hey, you should start a podcast. And so it was always kind of there. Now I had been blogging for many years before I even became a coach. I started a blog back in 2011. And it was like a life lifestyle blog, but then it kind of morphed more into wellness and then the eco and the clean beauty. I really started getting more into it. And that's what caused me to, to really look at things and think, I, I want to do more than just 
more than just educated, really want to coach and help people do this, you know, with more ease and, and less confusion. So that's why I became a coach. So I had been doing a lot of content and I do love writing. In fact, I'm writing a book and, you know, so I love blogging, but I just didn't want to keep blogging as much. And I thought, Kelly, you know what? You love podcasts. It's time to do one. <laughs> and, and it was just like those limiting beliefs of, oh, it's going to be take too, too much time. It's, oh, I got the tech and all of this stuff. So I had to kind of get back past that. And, you know, you're never ready. And that's what I had to realize. You're never going to be ready to start a podcast. You just, you're going to have to just do it. So I kind of, in uh, spring of 2020, like right after the pandemic, I thought, you know what? I just, it felt right. Now's the time. And um, so I launched it um, September of 2020. So it's been over a year, over 50 episodes. Um, so yeah, it's just, it was one of those things that I always wanted to do. And I just finally did. And that that's I love I, it. It's like I love it. A lot I'm so of happy to finally get it out there. <laughs> no, exactly. I was going to say there's a lot of pandemic podcasts out there, a lot of pandemic babies and podcasts. So uh, I would love to know because I think it's episode 54. I saw on your on your website. Is it what's what's changed? So you went in with this is what I want the podcast to be. This is what I'm going to do. Has anything changed, or what has changed in your strategy of? what you thought the podcast was going to be to what it is now? Somewhat. I always wanted to be, okay. wanted it to be, you know, health and wellness based with the focus, of course, on clean, clean beauty is holistic beauty. And for me, you know, that is part of health. It is a huge component to health. So, um, yeah, I kind of toyed with, I, it was tough to come up with it. You know, I'm sure as you know, it's not easy to come up with a title and, but I, I came up with a title that I liked. And then I, I I went a little bit back and forth because it's like, does it really tell that it's also wellness? You know, we're not just talking about clean beauty here. So I've considered maybe changing the, the title, but, you know, for now. And I really, like one of my first episodes, I, I explain what clean beauty is and the whole holistic approach. Um, so I wouldn't really say that my podcast has taken a huge turn because ever since I started, I've been... I interview, I do interview a lot of CEOs of clean beauty brands, but they have a wellness story and a lot of them created their brand because they were, you know, came down with some horrible disease, cancer or something else. And they realized they kind of looked at, okay, what's going on? And they realized, okay, it's lifestyle. And then they said, you know what? A lot of it is toxins. And that is what, you know, really inspired them to create their, their lines. So even if I talk to some, you know, a beauty brand, owner or CEO, we, we go into wellness and, 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 you know, managing stress, which is so important. So it all ties in together. Yeah. It's so interesting. So how have you been able to leverage the building of your business? I would think just even connecting with these CEOs would be huge, let alone, but how do you, um, how do you leverage that to building your business? And then how do you measure it? So you actually know that it is, you know, it's coming from the podcast. That is one thing I wish I was better at <laughs> or better at earlier. Pretty oh, much uh, everyone does. Right? Yeah. It's like, it's a learning process and you just got to yes. go with it. So as far as leveraging my business, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you know, it's good content out there that is, you know, in line with my business and it's just kind of gives me a voice, a platform and a, and a, and a hub. Like you can always go to my podcast to get you know, my voice and my, my, like if someone's considering working with me, they'll get to know me a little bit by, you know, listening to a few episodes. And then 
for me, you know, business is about relationships. And that has been the number one best thing about the podcast is all these wonderful people I've met and been connected to and are, and I'm collaborating with them. And so on that aspect, you know, maybe they're not becoming clients, but such great collaborations and relationships and, it's, it's just so neat. And then yes, clients. I mean, I think people, you know, they come to the, the website and they like, I have a free, you know, a couple of free guides. I've got a free intermittent fasting course. I've got a free, um, boost your metabolism toolkit. And, you know, and then of course I have my free guide detoxifying your house, but you know, so they might get that and then they kind of come into my world. But as far as what I wish I was doing earlier is I finally got pretty links. Like, why did I not have that a hundred years ago? <laughs> Okay, will you describe pretty links for somebody who's listening and saying, I don't know, how do I get a pretty link or why do I want a pretty link? And it's so easy. I was like, I got to figure this out. So it's basically, so I have a WordPress website, which I've had for many years because I was blogging. And it's a plugin that you put in. And what it does is it allows you to create an easier link. So instead of this long link of, you know, blah, 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 it's just kellybonano.com slash you know, for instance, I have a meal planning workshop, kellybanano.com slash meal planning. Uh, my, my group program that's open for enrollment right now, kellybanano.com slash body harmony. Body harmony method is my, is my, is my program. So it's so much easier to, first of all, say that on the podcast. Second of all, maybe track, like who's finding me, who, who's coming to me because of this podcast. So you can look at the links and that's, it's so great. And yeah, I mean, I can't believe I didn't do that so many, I'm embarrassed to say that I have just recently <laughs> implemented that, but. Well, listen, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I've interviewed a ton of people for this podcast, and everybody's in the same boat of figuring it out. The only person I would say who's got it locked solid, I mean, she's got this beautiful, she's been podcasting since 2003. So, you know, I mean, I think, yeah. So it's always, it's a figuring those things out. Like, okay, I don't want to say bit.ly as an example, you know, to shorten a podcast, or I don't want to say a 400 word URL to send somebody, but you start realizing those things and, and sending them, what would you say has been like your number one, just you, you look back at this year, a little over a year now, and you're like, this has been my number one benefit of podcasting. I'm assuming you're getting speaking engaged or like opening the doors even for speaking for you. Is there something you can pinpoint like this has been like number one best reason I started the podcast? The number one best reason is is really the relationships. Yeah. And so a few of the people that I've had on my podcast, we are now doing like Dr. Alpa Patel. She is the CEO of Lavanya Beauty wonderful, beautiful line. And she and I are doing every other week, we're doing a little um, Instagram and Facebook live, you know, a little show where we just short, sh you know, sharing some tips. We have a different topic um, every time. And then Renee uh, Bartosh, CEO and founder of Pure and Coco, she created the line to heal her eczema. Same thing. Then alternating weeks, we're doing it. And, you know, and Brianna uh, Wilkerson, she's a health coach. I'm speaking on her pod, her summit, which actually, I don't know when this will air, but it's in, in October. Um, Actually, she's she's going to have access to it, I think, indefinitely. So, but yeah, so okay. that kind of thing, and so yeah, I'd say the relationships, and yeah, just a little more opportunities and more more business fun. I love it. <laughs> I think those relationships too are probably it's just one of the biggest missed opportunities. I don't, you know, people are so focused on downloads, and you know, I want to have Joe Rogan numbers, I want sponsorship, right? Those like big words in the podcast, and it's like, but there's so many other things that you can get from this that still benefit your business. Um, and you don't need the giant numbers. So, um, it's a long game, I'm you know, it's, it's, 
you gotta give it time and Exactly. So are you using this? I'm just curious for my own selfish question, but are you using the stuff that you're or the info you're getting to help write your book too? Yes. Is any of your okay, very good. I would love to learn more about that and how you're using it. Absolutely. In fact, interesting, I kind of was down on myself that I wasn't getting my book written faster. I'm kind of like halfway done with the first draft, you know, which is great. But then the the rest half is not even like a, a good first draft yet. It's like a very sketchy first draft. But now it's better. Like my book will be better, more targeted. So it, it, it was actually a smart thing to do. And then of course, my podcast would be a great place to talk about the book when it comes out. So, and also just another, another year of, of working with clients. The more I work with clients, the better I know what I should put in my book. So that's that, that too, for sure. Yeah. So the reason why I did this podcast and I've talked about this before, but I was, I wanted to write a book about, because we do um, podcast production and the reason, and I wanted to write a book about it. And so then I'm like, well, I want to write, you know, a book makes great stories. So how do I get great stories? Well, I have to, and then somebody's like, why don't you just start a podcast? I'm like, why did somebody have to tell me this? Like, I should be the one to know this, but that's brilliant. And yes, I think I will. So it's like, you know, you want those stories and I have to talk to people anyway. Um, again, you know, building those relationships along the way. Um, anything as you're, you know, a year into this, anything you wish you would have known when you started that, um, you know, was a game changer for you or anything? I mean, I know you were afraid of the tech and it seems like you figured that out just fine. But anything else like you wish you would have known stepping in that um, that maybe became beca- – became obvious because of the podcast? Well, I guess the biggest thing that became obvious is, you know, you just got to, you got to take the leap. You got to just do things and not, not let fear get in the way and not let your stories get in the way because the tech really was holding me back to, to the point of like, it was, I wanted to launch it a few months before I even did. But then again, things happen as they should. And, it, you know, timing is always divine. So, but what help and also asking for help, getting help, <laughs> which I'm not always good at, but I finally just might. So I have the two teenage sons, they're 15 and 19. And so, and last year I just was like, I needed help. So my 19 year old, he helped make like my intro, my outro. He, he made it sound so much better. And then my 15 year old, it's like these, these kids, they, they, they are born into technology and he'd come in like, Oh mom, you just, he's like Google. Oh yeah. You just, blah, 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 blah. What he showed me in two seconds, it would have taken me God knows how long to Google or go through the iTunes, you know, tutorials and whatnot. So asking for help and and not being afraid, like that was so much easier. And when he showed me a few things and now, now I actually, strangely enough, I actually like editing. I actually adore it. I think it's fun. <laughs> the thing I was most afraid of, I actually look forward to. It's so weird. <laughs> That's awesome. And then how are you promoting it? Are you doing extra things to promote it and and get clients any tricks, tricks or tips on how you're promoting? Yeah, you know, that's something that actually moving into this next quarter this year is something I want to get better at is promoting it more. Um, You know, because it's it takes a lot like that's half the battle you got you got this great episode, you got to get it out to people. So I just put it on all my platforms. I try to feature it. And then when I have a guest, it's not all guests are great about sharing and that's just the way it is. And, (laughs) but it's nice when they do for sure. I mean, it helps them too. So, um, and I mean, 
as far as promoting, I think that the other thing that I was going to try is, and I did some of this, but you know, the, the, what are those things called? The little like audiograms. I think those are really great. I want to really commit to doing those for every episode. Um, And then also I'm going to do like a reboot, you know, like episode 15 that somebody might've listened to a year ago. Like why not, why not just do a whole like refresh? And so I'm going to do that with certain episodes too, is, is, you know, get them out, get them out again as though they're new because not, not saying they're new, but you know what I mean? Like, like somebody might not have heard it and some of it's really relevant. And I've got some really great interviews. I mean, I've learned so much. And, you know, it's information that, that should get out there. And then the other thing that I thought about doing, and which I kind of maybe sort of regret, is like you're doing, video and audio. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I considered it, but then that was the other thing. I was like, okay, I can't let something hold me back. Just let's just do audio, keep it simple, whatever. But now I'm starting to do video as well because I love YouTube. And so I think, why not, you know? Yeah. And I'll tell you, the pandemic changed all of that. Uh, You know, being in podcast production, we were, we built the studios that we have and it was 90% audio, 10% video. We built everything for audio. And because during the pandemic, you had Jimmy Fallon doing the Tonight Show on Zoom-like calls, right? I mean, like, I don't know if it was Zoom, but it was essentially this annual. annual, Exactly. Okay. Well, if he can do it on Zoom, like, we don't need this massive production. And so it just opened the door where before video was like this highly produced, super expensive thing to where now it, we switched. We did a complete 180 where we're doing about 90% video, 10% audio of podcasts just because everybody was like, I need video. So I agree, like you evolve into it because you're going to record them anyway, right? You might as well just use what you've recorded. And those audiograms get better clicks uh when you use an actual video versus just like an audiogram picture so okay oh so, that's yeah, good I'd highly, okay. I'd highly encourage it so Kelly thank you so much for doing this I really appreciate it if somebody wanted to learn more about you or your podcast where is the best place that they should go so my podcast clean beauty scene and it's on all the podcast apps everywhere. Of course, it's on my site too, kellybanana.com. That's what I talk about pretty links and easy, easy links. And it's like my 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 last name is not exactly easy to spell, but what can you do? Um, B-O-N-A-N-N-O. So like the two N's are at the end. People always want to say B-O-B-O-A. I'm like, no, B-O-N-A-N-N-O. Yeah. So um, yeah, and they, they can, and like, you know, they can download um, one of my free guides uh, I can give you the links. My, um, you know, I've got a metabolism boosting guide, kellybanano.com slash metabolism boost. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And if you can too, pass me the link. Cause all of this, I put on the notes page over at aaron Pass me that, um, summit one too, that people can get access to also, uh, just so they can learn more about that. Too. Yeah, that's so, great. So. She's got like 30 amazing speakers. So that's, that's going to be a good, definitely. I love that. And all that opportunity. Okay. I have a question okay. for you. <laughs> yeah. So with, so you're so right. I loved how Jimmy Fallon and these others, they leveled the playing field. It, it was so true. It's like, and sometimes we look, our setup looks better than some of the TV. I'm thinking, you know what? Exactly. <laughs> and it did. It was kind of like nice. I really, really like that aspect too. So what do you think about, because some people have their podcasts on YouTube, you know, like this, they just have mm-hmm. their video or the, the interview. But what do you think about podcasts that just have like a graphic and an audio only on YouTube? Does that help or does it hinder? 
You know, that's a really good question. I think, I, I think, I know I've heard, I've heard both sides, like put it up there. And then I've heard, don't do it. You're going to kill any organic possibilities that YouTube's going to send to you because people aren't just going to sit and listen. The only thing I'll say to that is YouTube has become, I think it's the number two place that people consume podcasts. So, you know, a lot of times they're listening in the background. Uh, they're, you know, they've got it playing. So, you know, I think with the right descriptions, I think with the right keywords, I think, you know, with that, it can work. And then what I would suggest too is even creating certain playlists. So if you're, you know, hey, um, best tips for finding clean products or something like that, I w- if you can pull those out of episodes and just do, you know, shorter clips, I think that be- Ooh, becomes that's beneficial too. So it's yeah. not just kicking up a, a podcast episode and hoping for the best. Yeah. Then I thought about maybe making some graphic, like relevant graphics, good graphics, not just, yeah. you know, like an infographic or I don't know, something like that. Yeah. And then maybe, yeah, yeah like that's a great it. idea though, to just do like clips, good audio bites that give a good tip, but then here you can listen to the whole episode on wherever. Yeah. 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 And have a theme of those tips. So yeah, for sure. I mean, any way you can use it, um, I would, I would definitely suggest so because it's there. But yeah, it's yeah. definitely something I need to take better advantage of. I've got all this great content and I have to. Yeah, exactly. One of my, one of exactly. my, my goals. <laughs> yeah. More things to do. Right. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for joining me today. We're going to have all your stuff over on our notes page. I love what you're doing. Uh, you know, I just think it's so important. And um, thank you again for joining me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This was really a pleasure.